Hello and welcome to episode 117 of Ready to Mosh. I'm Gem G and with me as always, the Jaeger to my lilt, Mr Kev P. Oh, don't. No. Not good. Just not good. Yeah, we tried to create a new cocktail on Saturday called a yilt. Yilt. <laughs> it even proper lilt, was it? It was Aldi lilt. I have no idea. Yeah. Aldi lilt and Jaeger because we had no other mixer. Yeah, it was poor planning. Didn't really work. No. But we've still got plenty of faux lilt left, so okay. we'll go through the spirit bottles yeah, and see what works. If you've got any tips on what to mix with lilt, let us know. Anyway, the point of today's episode is a bonus midweek episode, and it's a review of a gig that we went to on Saturday Just Gone, which was the 17th of February. And it was the first rock and metal gig that was held at the Risewell Brewery in Mansfield. Yeah, first kind of metal night we've had for... Years. Years. Seven, maybe. eight years? I would think so, at least. Yeah. Yeah, we had a couple of venues all closed down, so it's been few and far between, really. Yeah, for where we are. Yeah, so it's nice to not need a couple of buses, or a bus and a train, or a car and a tram. Yeah, or a hell of a long taxi ride. Yeah. The venue, like Jem said, was the Priorswell Brewery. It's a relatively new venue in the actual place itself. It's not been around there that long. No, it's in the building of the old, original Mansfield Brewery. Yeah, which is, for anybody that knows Mansfield, it's kind of next to Water Meadows. That was my reference point, I was going to say. Water Meadows, Water Meadows. (laughs) Yeah, and yeah, as you walk in, you've got a big bar downstairs, quite a few bits of seating as well, and it looked like there was another bit that you could go through for food. Yeah, we saw a poster up for some food, didn't we? We didn't actually notice when it was being served or anything, but I assume that's where it would be. Yeah. And then you've got the actual gig venue upstairs. And upstairs there's two rooms, and one is used for the after parties, and the other one is where the, the bigger room is where the gig is. Yeah, it's a really big space, actually. Mm. Yeah, very big space. And there's another bar upstairs as well. It's not got the same selection of beers that they had downstairs. No. But it, but it is kind of a, a proper brewery place, isn't it? Yeah, there was still decent enough selection upstairs, wasn't there? Yeah, still ciders, beers, spirits. And one thing, actually, that we were concerned about initially, because we got glass glasses, we weren't sure if we'd be able to take them upstairs, but they will decant it into plastic for you when you get upstairs. Yeah, so if you've got bottles, pint pots, it's fine. Yeah. So the night was put on by DJ Arocalypse, who some people may be familiar with. He's a DJ in Mansfield at the Bridge Inn. I think it's every two weeks on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Also DJ'd at Tap and Tumblr in Nottingham and has been at Bloodstock before. So I'd say fairly well known in the local area. Yeah, definitely. And especially in kind of like underground metal scenes. Um, yeah, so he's the promoter who's been putting, who, well, has booked on the, all these gigs on pretty much for the rest of the year. I think it's about one a month, what I've seen. So, so yeah, he was taking the tickets when we got there. So we said hello, got a hand stamped. Yeah, weird having your hand stamped in a. Music venue in Mansfield. I can't remember the last time that's happened. No. Yeah, you don't get it a lot. Anyway, I don't think these days, do you? Rescue rooms? I was going to say rescue rooms you do, but not at Rock City. No, because to go to the smoking area outside Rock City, you don't actually leave the Rock City premises. Oh, that's true. Yeah. If it's rescue rooms, you just, you could, somebody could just walk in if they didn't have a ticket. Yeah, that's a good point. Quite like a hand stamp. <laughs> Makes you feel like you belong, doesn't it? It does, it just takes ages to get the shit off. I know, I said, I think I could still vaguely see my two days later. So anyway, when we got there, things were running a tiny bit behind. I think there'd been a few sound issues, so sound checks were still going on. I think we are Sovereign was still finishing off their sound check. Yeah. 
initially, but that was fine because it was plenty of room to stand around in, get a drink, and we were just happy to mill about and wait. Mm. So our first band up were We Are Sovereign, as John was saying. They're from Derby, and they're a four-piece kind of metalcore synth band. Been around about four or five years now. We actually kind of know uh, the one of the lead vocalists from We Are Sovereign, which is Laura, and we know Laura through The Hairy Dog. Yeah, we've met Laura a couple of times, I think, yeah. The Hairy Dog, when we've been there. So I think the first time we went, actually, they gave us a leaflet with the band on, so gave them a listen back then in yeah. October, I think it was. So they've kind of been on the radar for a little while anyway, so when they were announced for this lineup, it was a bonus that we finally get to see perfect them. opportunity yeah. yeah and the band i'm most familiar with of the three that played because because of the previous connection yeah um, yeah they were definitely was, for me as well yes yeah, so they've had so they've had four singles out so far uh, a couple of singles out last year and the album was released last year as well called step out your comfort zone and i am a really big fan of this album actually yeah i really like it for a debut album i think it's incredible it's really well put together um, I think vocally, musically, absolutely solid. One thing I did think that was, which caught me by surprise, was there was no guitarist. Yeah, it caught me by surprise as well, actually. I'm like, that's not what I expected. No. I mean, we had a chat with Laura after they'd finished their set, and it was, I can't remember what the reasons were now. I think, were they struggling to recruit a guitarist yeah. that fitted into what they I, wanted to do? I think they said that, the guitarist had left, kind yeah. of mutually, and they were looking at replacing them, but at this point in time, they haven't found the right person. I've yeah. got a vague recollection that the bass player's move into guitar and they're going to recruit a bass player. That's right, yeah. Don't quote me on that. No, that that's correct. Is that right? Yeah, that was okay. correct. Yeah, as soon as you started saying that, yeah. I remembered the conversation about that, yeah. Um, one thing I think is impressive as well, though, the debut single, Bridges Burnt Lessons Learned, was featuring Ryan from Fit for a King. Yeah, that's um, quite a pull to get that name on there. Yeah, definitely. They're one of my bands to see it download this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anybody who's not familiar with We Are Sovereign really needs to check them out. The vocals are absolutely crazy. And it's it's got a perfect mix of clean vocals and growls. It's Yeah, it works so well together. It's like kind of early stage metalcore, yeah. isn't it? It reminds me of that from back in the day. Yeah, but they are... They are highly recommended. Yeah, and they've got a lot of important messages which they like to share through their music and when on stage as well. Yeah. Uh, one thing, just going back to the venue itself, actually, one thing, I think DJ Rocklips mentioned it as well, that there were sound issues because of the building itself. Yeah. But they're on about having that all changed over, so next month the audio will be improved now. And yeah, I think the thing was they have had some live music in there previously, but not of that genre yeah. and that intensity, I imagine, yeah. and what I've seen that's played there before. So I, I think, think you could tell just because there was a lot of feedback and there was a lot of um, kind of almost garbled sounds at points because of the high intensity mm. of the vocals and guitars. and Yeah, because the ceiling's quite low, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was also... Kind of metallic. I was going to say it was very metal. <laughs> yeah. Quite fitting, but in a kind of metal beam stroke rafters kind of way. So, yeah. I kind of get why that could have caused issues. Yeah. I, th I think it did cause a lot of sound issues, but I think it 
doesn't take away from how good the bands were. Oh, no, definitely not. And they worked through it and, you know, it was... Yeah, they got a word around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, back to Wheel Sovereign. Really recommend, if you see them playing anywhere near, go and check them out. They're really, really good live. Yeah, and in the meantime, listen to the album. Yeah, and listen to the album. The second band on are Caprillion from Chesterfield. They're a five-piece and they're quite a kind of melodic groove metal band that have also been around, I think, a similar time. Yeah, about four or five years. Five years. Um, These were the band I was least familiar with. Did listen to them a little bit beforehand, but didn't get a chance to listen to much, but enjoyed what I did hear. Yeah, I'm the same as you. They were the band I was least familiar with, but they've had four singles out over kind of a a two-year sort of period, and they've also had two EPs out as well. And yeah, very, very intense, very heavy, and again, another good band to watch live. It's good to kind of find, I think that's one of the things that I've liked about, especially for this first show, other than We Are Sovereign, I wasn't overly familiar with the other two bands. No, I'd heard of Swarm, I think, from Bloodstock last year. Yeah. As in, I'd seen the name, but that was about as familiar as I was with them. I think all the other shows coming up as well, most of them I've got either one or two bands that I've got some familiarity, and then there's another one. An- that another unknown, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I thought they were really good. They put on a really energetic performance. Mm. I, I didn't notice that they had as many sound issues, but I think you felt there was a little bit towards the end. Yeah, I think it seems to be a bit of feedback, and I've got a feeling one of the mics wasn't working properly at one point. But yeah, I mean, the battle through it, it's... The thing is, it's for a small venue these things are always going to kind of happen yeah and it, it's kind of part of the course really isn't it and yeah i mean to be fair we've been at very well established venues and yeah. sound issues so you know just cr- yeah across rescue rooms roxy and the audio has been a hell of a lot yeah. worse so it can it can happen anywhere there's so many variables that can impact it depending on the band the gear the sound person and all of that so yeah i think the sound guy did a really good job she did, he was yeah. running around a lot he kept coming out the front to make sure everything was all right so yeah, it did do a really good yeah. job. And it's the first night as well that they're doing this. Exactly. So like you said, although they've had live music there before, it's not the same as this kind of live music. And yeah, I think it you know, it might be a few more gigs before they finally get it mm. as they want it. But it was yeah, it was a good start. And yeah, Caprillion, re- like you said, energetic, really good performance. Again, very strong vocally. And yeah, definitely worth watching. Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep an eye out to see if they're playing again anywhere nearby. Then finally, we had the headliner, who were Swarms. And again, another five-piece from County Durham. So they actually did quite a bit of travelling to do this gig. Yeah, compared to the other two. Compared to the other two were from Derby and Chesterfield. Yeah, they'd had quite a journey from the far north. Yeah, they actually played Bloodstock 23, New Blood Stage, like you were kind of touching on earlier. Yeah, I remember seeing them on the lineup, but didn't get a chance to see them there, unfortunately. Yeah, they've had, what I can see, they've had four singles out over like, the last four or five years. Girthquake was the latest one. I love the name of that. <laughs> and the single, one of the singles I really like is Copperhead. Yeah, that's a good one. That I is that one. absolutely yeah. banging track. And yeah, I mean, these were absolutely, they were, I mean, they were just so loud. Everything was turned or it, it was... Yeah, they did again have a couple of sound issues to start with. Yeah, they cut out a couple of times. I think they were on um, what's the proper word like remote wireless. Wireless, they're the one. I think they were the only ones on. Yeah, the I think wireless were, yeah. East. Yeah, whether that had an impact, I don't know, but it was fine. They went along with it. 
Yeah, and I'd, yeah, they definitely did have to have, have to do a mic swap. Mm. But yeah, they they got through it absolutely fine. They had even got pits going. I was going to say they were brutal, weren't they? And they yeah. Mansfield seen its first pits for I don't know how long. Genuinely can't remember. Yeah, yeah, they really got the crowd. Going. I mean, the crowd were really responsive to all the. Buttons, yeah, I think, I think they were. Yeah, it kind of filled up a bit more as the night went on. I think. More people got brought forward more, you know. Yeah. We're British and we'll stand at the back with a nice space. Yeah, apart from us, we were at the front for everything. We were like, oh, yeah, we're just going to stand here and film it. Yeah. But, yeah, we were pretty much on the edge of the pit, weren't we? Yeah. A few nudges, but half of the course, in it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, another band, obviously, you know, they've obviously got a lot of talent, you know, to have made it through to the new blood stage at Bloodstock. So, again, recommend definitely checking these out, too. Yeah, they're definitely ones to look out for, I think. Yeah, I think if you want something really brutal, heavy, yeah. this is a good band to watch. Yeah. So yeah, that, well, it wasn't actually the last act of the evening because DJ Rockalypse then did a DJ set afterwards. Yeah. From 11 onwards. So I think when we were chatting to him beforehand, he was saying that the, the timings had been spaced out quite considerably just to allow for any issues, which mm. worked well. So it all finished fine. And then there was the DJ set until 1am. Which we're old and didn't stay for because we were really tired we were yesterday hopefully maybe next time yeah we won't have had such a busy day beforehand <laughs> and yeah next time hopefully we'll we'll stay around for a bit of a bop after yeah and hopefully they get a, another decent crowd in again i would think so yeah just to add as well all bands had room to put their merch out so they'd all got a little merch table down the side yeah it was good to see obviously it's something that bands kind of rely on to keep going the other nice thing to see was that they were all sharing the same drum kit they all had we are sovereigns kit didn't they they did yeah which i think does happen quite a bit anyway doesn't it i mean it, it definitely made sense for swarms to you know to be able to use their kit because then they're not having to tra- travel down with a the, with the kit yeah so yeah it was just a, it was a nice atmosphere really wasn't it yeah it was a really good atmosphere yeah. yeah all the bands are great and it was yeah really good night and yeah, I filmed a little bit of footage. It's probably not going to be a full-on vlog. I was hoping to maybe do a little bit of kind of footage of the outside of the yeah. venue and stuff, but it was coating down with rain. It was, yeah. So it was pretty much run from the Uber into the venue. And we were just getting our bearings as well. We didn't really know what what to expect, where everything was. it was. And we were just kind of learning the layout. We didn't want to be just like wafting a camera around <laughs> as soon as we walked through the door. But there's footage of all three bands that we'll be putting out in the usual places. Yeah, on to the next one in March. Yeah, 16th of March. You've got Fakehead, Cowerhounds, who both of those bands I'm not familiar with at the moment. I feel I know, I'm sure I know Fakehead. Mm. And the headline is Master Charger, who I'm very familiar with. Yes, a local band. Yeah. So that'll be good. I'm sure they'll get a good turnout. Yeah, I think so. And yeah, look forward to that one. Yeah, and if you want to check out all the other gigs that are happening, Mansfield, then if you have a look at Arocalypse Productions on Facebook or you look up Prizewell Brewery, it's all advertised on there and there's links to get tickets on there, which are slightly cheaper if you get them in advance, but still a bargain price nonetheless. And there will be an after party as well until 1am. Yes, so stay tuned to find out if we make it. If we survive long enough. Yeah, I think we should make it a mission. Okay, we'll try. At at least for 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, at least 10 minutes, yeah. We're old, we're old. So that's the end of the mini episode. Keep an eye out on the socials for all of the footage Jen was talking about. And those socials are Twitter, Instagram and threads at Ready to Mosh Cast. And we're also on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube at Ready to Mosh. Don't forget, give us a like, share, follow, five stars, and maybe write a nice review on whichever platform you're listening on. 
and we'll be back soon with another episode. Make it mush, Moog. <laughs>